Follow the light. The light is your guide. I'm controller of planet X. And I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. King Ghidorah, take me to your leader. Put the claim that he not no snake like me neither. They need to take a breather. He's been rhyming longer than Sigmund the Sea Creature. Been on Saturday feature. Pleased to meet ya. And came to wake you up out the deep sleeper like he needed to stop before he caught the knee drop. Even give you more sick, sick than ZZ top. Well, four bears thou shall not more corner. Future like one more step to y'all's corner. So poor rich front if you wanna. When he's spitting that Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Room Prime Podcast, episode 101. It's with me, Prime. And it's had a little bite of a protein cookie. We are here on May 29th, 2022. It's Sunday. It is Memorial Day weekend. Happy Memorial Day. And I hope you get your barbecue on this weekend and tomorrow. Enjoy that Thursday day weekend. Really do appreciate you guys tuning in when this podcast is available, of course, on all major digital platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Red Circle are home of the Prime Podcast. And again, I want to give a big shout out to Juyari of the Juyari Show from the Wrestling Super Network. He was on the last episode, episode 100, the 100 celebration. And he did a over two hour podcast. And I greatly appreciate him for uh, taking the time on his day last Sunday to be on the podcast. I greatly do appreciate that. Um, he's awesome. Um, and listen, me, him, we, disagree on some things, but that doesn't mean that I can have him on the show. Like, he's a good guest, a good friend, and I'm proud to call him a friend, and not everyone's going to agree. And that's cool. I'd rather, uh, I, I'd rather uh, be friends with people that don't agree with with me and everything, because I'll be born. You know, they're like, oh yeah, I love I love ice cream. They're like, yeah, I love it too. And I was like, well, I mean, it's okay if you don't like it. I mean, everyone loves ice cream, but if you don't, that's fine too. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to show that you can dis- have disagreements, have different views, and you can still be friends, you can still have a good show. And again, greatly appreciate Drew Jayari for being on episode. 100, but this is episode 101. This is episode 101, and um, we got a doozy, uh, very just crazy week. And again, I keep mentioning this, I keep harping on this. A month's worth of news happens in a week. It's like the quickening, like, I feel like the older you get, just the more aware you are about things going on. And also, with the internet, there's so much stuff going on, you can't capture everything. You can't talk about everything, but there, there's some things I want to discuss. Um, 
I do want to talk about the shooting that happened uh, this past Tuesday in Texas. Uh, Udell, Texas. I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. In Udell, Texas, this uh, 18-year-old kid, Salvador Ramos, um, went on a rampage shooting his grandmother and getting, you know, just going to a school, shooting, killing 19 kids and two adults. So his body count is in total 22. And of course, I'm gonna talk about the mom that's asking for forgiveness, which I understand that's her son, but it's something you can't forgive. If, if I were to do that, I wouldn't want my mom to forgive me or ask for forgiveness. There's just certain things that I, you can't forgive no matter what. And also, I'm going to talk about the politics, the politics, ah, the politicization. Ah, that's not right. It's people politicizing this because they have to. And you have, you know, our good buddy, good buddy, Mr. Barry Sotaro, tweeting about George Floyd. Yeah, um, the, the Udell, Texas uh, elementary school tragedy, uh, which uh, was a tragedy, but, you know, George Floyd got killed two years ago. It's fucking kids, man. And he has children. So he did that because it was political, it wasn't, it wasn't any other reason but that, you know? And a lot of people just took him to town on that, as he should, like, why you tweet something like that? And again, all this is, is to just divide, to get people angry, to to have that in the back of mind. Oh, look, two years ago when we had the summer of love, we had the summer of love going on, remember that? Garment, sanction, rioting, looting, burning, destruction of property, chaos, fear. All in the name of, of a man that wasn't so innocent. Like the way he died was horrible. Hell yeah. But he wasn't saying he wasn't an angel for people to pretend that he was. Um, yeah, I need to stop. And also, he was buried in, in a, a, a golden casket bronze casket and they have a statue of him and yeah we're you know we're paying you know everyone's paying for you know five dollars of gas you know more for groceries um yeah paychecks are worth 10 percent less because of inflation excuse me inflation but yeah we're going to grieve a man that would be so innocent and his family got i believe 17 million and he got buried in, in a casket. He got a, te- a televised uh, funeral. He got a statue. Yeah. It, it, if that doesn't scream politics, I don't know what is. And also, we're going to talk about a bystander effect, a, a prime example of the bystander effect. Because, of course, you have people that. Uh, 
people that love to, you know, just stand by, do nothing as someone's getting harassed, assaulted, victimized. And we're like, oh, we got to do something about this tragedy. It's terrible. The children dying, but yet we'll stand by and wait for someone else to do something. And we're going to talk about this. This happened in New York. So I'm all too familiar with this. And one of the reasons why I don't take uh, you know, the New York City subway. Because all, all the damn crime that goes on in this city, the city is not as safe, as, hasn't been safe since 2019. Because we're this, the atmosphere the climate has changed that, yeah, people can commit crimes and don't get in trouble. And also and with that and with the shooting as well, I'm going to explain why the mental health issue above all else isn't talked about, why isn't talked about, why the the, the when the pandemics followed his homes, uh, destruction of the nuclear family is one of the reasons why we have such mental illness going on. And also, I want to touch on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Just, just my thoughts because I've been watching it as as I can. Uh, watch the chunk of it and yeah it's um my thoughts who i think is gonna win and just overall like it was the closing arguments was insane it was very it was just wow just blew my mind but i want to give shout outs uh, like i mentioned i shout out juniari uh, i want to shout out uh, himself he is doing his commentary thing at a fighting game tournament with his combo breaker. He's out in the Midwest and he's doing his commentary thing. And then I was listening to a good back to his uh, commentary live. And it's uh, it's someone, someone that I've known almost a good chunk of my life. It is amazing to see how far he's come, just the hard work. And I'm happy for him. And I hope nothing but success for him and all of you that are listening. That that is that is my my goal. Even if we disagree, I want everyone to succeed. Because that that makes me happy is seeing other people succeed. Um, people people that got jealous, not a good look. And I feel like we need to uplift each other and get that motivation. Because I feel like people that do the most complaining, the most hating, judging, they don't be doing nothing. And it's not hard to just start doing something. And 
it's that reason why that he's been that person just encouraging me, yo, Ruben, keep doing your podcast because they're great. You, you, this is something that I feel like you have a calling for and you should do it. And the same thing with him, I talk like, you were made for this. I, I told him, you, you can talk, you are, you are a good person to be around, you know what you're talking about, you're not boring, you're entertaining, and you're not socially awkward, because I'm sorry to say that a lot of people that are socially awkward, and it doesn't make for good commentary, but I'm glad that he's there chopping it up, working, but it's never really worked if you enjoyed it, so... I, I am happy for my friend, longtime friend, Homer himself. And, and, you know, just keep keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, we go out for drinks one day because <laughs> uh, we definitely, definitely have me up again. So, shout out to Homer himself, one of the members of the Four Kings. Also, shout outs to Super Freak 187, shout outs to Cosmic Kaiser 6, and follow your dreams and also I want to shout out to uh the crew from the from more boys podcast uh mari and boyd still doing that thing i keep saying this like i gotta be on that show um i know they touch on relationship topics that is something i want to talk about more um originally episode 101 i was going to title it uh the male and female dynamics uh dating relationships 101 since it's you know 101 figure hey be kind of cheeky to do that but uh this news is much more pressing and i'll probably do it in episode 102 or 103 depending on you know, what other news breaks but that'll be the next i do want to talk about relationships and just the male-female dynamic and why dating is such it is it's dead if it's not dead it's it's on life support and i'll explain why in a later episode i do want to have the guests on i do want to have a female perspective um yes some and done but we'll see so that being said let's get on to we're just going to get on to the, the main topic. Um, actually, wait, before we do, I got one more thing to, to show. Excuse me. We have merch. I have merch on, on spring.com or teespring. And I know it's hot, but it's always good to have a hoodie, especially when you're blasting your AC. You know, at your house or at your workplace, at your friend's place, you know, it's good to have a hoodie. And you stock up, stock up now for, for you know, fall and winter, you know, we're nearing summer. Like, we're, we're near the summer. We're in spring, but it's getting a little warmer here, especially here in New York. But definitely stock up on your hoodies now, so that way when come winter, you don't gotta worry because we're in prime experience. Merch here 
has your back. And also we have good old fashioned, uh, you know, the tri-blend tea. This is my old logo. And they're very comfortable, super comfortable. And I don't know why it's not showing up in red, because I do have it in red. Um, and yeah, we also have uh, pullover hoodies, we have zip hoodies, we have t-shirts, we have, you know, we have this one right here with the new logo, we have uh, mugs, we have stickers, we have phone cases, which, I mean, to be honest, just just get a better case. <laughs> um, but definitely get your hoodies, get your stickers, get your mugs, which I, I got in the mug. Because I have this... Uh, Metroid, um, this mug right here that you know it activates when when uh, hot liquid is put into it, and then it will show um, Super Metroid, uh, you know, art, the box art, which is again best Metroid, uh, best Metroid game ever. So yeah, I have merch. The the link to this, to the store, will be in the notes, the show notes of the show and on the YouTube, in the video description on the YouTube. So, with that being said, let's go on the news. So, showing out the way. So, Daily Mount, mother of Texas school shooter, tearfully begs people not to judge her son and not to judge those people outside honking her horn really loud. Uh, not to judge her son and says that she wants innocent children who die to forgive her. I know he, he had his reasons for doing what he did. Let's see here. Rob elementary school shooter Salvador Ramos's mother, Adriana Reyes, says that her son has his reasons for shooting 20 people dead, 19 children, and two adults. He had his reasons for doing what he did. Please don't judge him. She said, I only want the innocent, uh, innocent children who died to forgive me. Please forgive me. Forgive my son. Reyes said, said that she had a relation with her son and that he didn't have any didn't have any friends. Alright. So let's see here. Let's see here. The mother of a teenager who slaughtered 19 children and two teachers at elementary school and Bell, Texas, said he had his reasons, quote-unquote. Salvador Ramos's mother, Adriana Reyes, a.k.a. Martinez, told CNN in Spanish, quote, I have no words. I have no words to say. I don't know what he was thinking. He had his reasons for doing what he did, and please don't judge him. She continued. There's some things you can't, you can't forgive. I'm sorry. Just snuffing out uh, lives of, of children who never got a chance to, to be who they want to be. There's no forgiving that. 
that's just 19 wives too many of children who, who were killed and of course 21 but you know also we include two adult teachers that is terrible you can't forget that uh ramos let's see uh, Ramos also begged for forgiveness for herself and her son and master on Tuesday. Only one thing is sent children who, who died to forgive me, forgive me, forgive my son. I know I had his reasons. Ramos reportedly had a strained relationship with his mother, something she denies, and was living at his grandmother's house in Celia Martinez Gonzalez's home when he went on a rampage on Tuesday. Fun fact, he shot his grandmother. And they can explain it here. In fact, Gonzalez was his first victim when he shot her in the face before stealing her car and driving to a elementary school where he crashed, ran inside, barricaded himself inside a classroom, shooting dead 19 children and two teachers. It was reported that he got in, uh, he went in through one of the, the doors I want that was unlocked. And yeah. And it turns out that he wasn't actually barricading him, so that he wasn't holding hostage. He, he went in and just was going to, you know, students down. Let's see. Barricading himself inside a classroom, shooting that 19 children, two teachers. His mother, when asked why he targeted the elementary school, simply said that it was to get closer to those children instead of paying attention to the other bad things. I have no words. I don't know. She said. Uh, Reyes as much as Cecilia, Cecilia, excuse me, Celia Martinez uh, Gonzalez was the first victim of Reyes's wild rampage when she was shot in the face with a bullet entering her cheek, exiting under her ear by a crazed gunman over an argument about his failure to graduate from high school. So, an example of the one question where's the where's the father you know there's a pandemic that no one's talk about this the the destruction of nuclear family um the mask the demasculation of men and also the education system and also mental health there's no sane person gonna go and yeah, like I'm just I'm gonna wake up and just gun down kids. It's not it's not um normal. And there it is. And it's funny that the media try to like edit like his photos to make him look more white, you know? Which is crazy. Because, again, the whole narrative is, oh, wait a minute. Uh, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, he's white. Just like with the with the, the shooter, you know, the, the guy that shot up, uh, shot up the train in, in Brooklyn a while back here in New York. And... Everyone assumed, oh yeah, he's white, he's white. Then turned out to be, oh wait, he's black. 
and he had a bunch of uh, YouTube videos. And they, they since YouTube since took it down, but he was basically going on these anti, these uh, just anti everything, black, white uh, rants on YouTube. And it was like, oh, there's no way you could do that. Uh, like people are known for doing that. But you, you gotta, it's just, it's funny. It's funny because I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that a lot. Um, this right here. Uh, woman with pistol stops man from firing at graduation crowd with. AR-15. May 27th, 2022. So two days ago, an alleged attacker with an AR-15 was shot dead in Charleston, West Virginia, Wednesday night by a woman who was carrying a pistol for self-defense. Dennis, but Dennis Butler was armed with, AR, with an AR-15 and allegedly shot at dozens of people attending the graduation party. WCHS TV reported police in, uh, indicated uh, indicate a woman pulled a pistol and shot Butler, uh, killing him. Charleston Police Department Chief of Detectives told uh, Tony uh, Hazelette said instead of running from the threat, she engaged with the threat and saved several lives that night. Butler was 37 years old, the Washington Post of Washington Post. Uh, Washington Post noted the woman who shot him dead uh, waited afterward for police cooperating when they arrived. None of the graduation attendees, the graduation party attendees, were harmed. And on video, you can see guys black. And and you you see this, and you have people say, "Yeah, um, yeah, black people aren't known for doing this." I mean, yeah, the stereotype is that yeah, you have you see more white people uh, gunning down, uh, just going on shooting sprees, just because, just because. Just because black people are known for doing it doesn't mean that they're not capable. You know, it's just like, oh well, it's that that's a white thing. Even though we always talk about Chicago and just the shootings that go on every weekend, but no one wants to talk about that. It's just the the optics that people have. They tend to have a, a blind spot when discussing these things because they've been trained and been conditioned oh it's it's only white people that can be racist oh it's it's uh white people that do mass shootings it's 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 never it's never any other people that, that could do it and by the way uh the texas School, elementary school shooter is Mexican. Um, 
you know, use my, they try to, uh, like, lighten them up so, you know, the photos so they just seem uh, more Caucasian. And that's very telling. And of course, this this news right here, like, you don't hear about it. You're not going to hear about it in the media. You're not going to hear about this um, this uh, Charleston, West Virginia uh, shooter because it goes against the narrative. You're not going to hear about this man because a he didn't kill he didn't kill anyone. The woman that was there uh, shot him dead with a pistol, and that's an example of someone that's obviously traumatic, has a gun, that's trained to handle one. And as they said here, uh, instead of running from the threat, she engaged the threat and saved several lives that night. You know, never, you never know, maybe he was in that shop. Never know. But it's just a while that you're not hearing this in the media, because of course, what happened in Texas was horrible. However, we need to stop with this, oh, only way people do this. Anyone who's a sick piece of garbage that's capable of doing anything evil, we need, we need to stop that. We need to stop that. And we, we need to just wake up and get off of our biases when it comes to to this. Because it was horrible. You put the politics away, you put all these divisive tactics away. What happened in in Texas was horrible. And the fact that you have people just going straight to the gun debate saying, yeah, we need to we need to get rid of guns. We need to abolish the Second Amendment. It's from these same people that said that we need to get rid of the Second Amendment. They were the ones that were saying we need to defund the police, but as soon as the crime was too much to handle and after uh, many um, police officers um, were you know, they said, fuck it, we're out. They, they, they had said, yeah, we, we need to fund the police back. Same thing here in New York, in all these major cities. And when I hear people say defund the police, it's stupid. And listen, I am no fan of cops just because during the pandemic, or the scam that we want to call it. They were enforcing masks, they were enforcing, and then with, with the vaccine, oh, you didn't have your vaccine card, they'll come and arrest you. They had cops sent in and arrest a, a little boy because he wasn't vaccinated, he didn't have his vaccination card. And it's like, wow, they really, and the fact that those officers in Texas were standing for 40 minutes while he, he was the 
uh, you know, the, the gunman was just having, you know, Call of Duty kill streaks. He's racking up his, his kill streak points. It's it's insane. And it comes to find out that they assumed that it was that he was uh, a hostage taker, excuse me, but he was an active shooter. They thought that he was a, a, a he was, he was just taking hostages. But during the whole time that there was uh, stopping the parents from going in, they were stopping the National Guard from going in, they were arresting parents or tasing parents, this this guy, not this guy, not not this guy. Let me put it back on the. This this guy. This guy. You know. This guy right here, he was just on hand, was going to town while the cops were just busy hassling the parents, arresting them, tailing them, stopping the National Guard from getting them. It's crazy. So it just shows that the cops, they will gladly, they will, they will gladly let criminals go by and the worst but they will surely without, without without any hesitation just arrest you go after you and of course they try to make him look more uh caucasian you know because that, that's the narrative That's the narrative at the end of the day. They, they love to paint the narrative. And when you have uh, this shooter here, you know, when you have this guy here, it's something to, to you know, to shoot a bunch of people at a graduation party, it kind of kills a narrative. It kind of kills a narrative, you know? But again, it's all about selling fear, about the vision, and it's all about stripping our rights little by little. Little by little, and, and people are falling for it because these politicians are using the bodies of these children to step to step over and to talk to us little people. That's all it is, and it's it's a, uh, it's a it's a it's a very uh, just upsetting topic. It's something that I just hearing about it. I was at work when this was going on. I felt terrible. Like the mood went down for me because it, it, it affected me. And I care because 
A, these children are used, these dead children are, used, are being used politically. And you have people trying to grandstand, trying to get clout. These people are being used to, you know, these people as celebrities, politicians that are, are grandstanding at this. When these people don't care, these celebrities, all they love to do is lecture us on how we need to do better and we need to save the environment and we need to give up guns and we need to wear our masks. We need to uh, get the vaccine that we need to and remember in 2020, we need to stay, stay six feet apart. We need socially distance. All the while, they live in fucking mansions. They have all the resources available to them. You have some celebrities out on islands. But yet, the majority of people are bunked up with three, four, or five other people. They live in apartment high rises live in small houses. There's no way. <laughs> no fucking way. But these people are the, are the same ones that want to lecture us on how we need to live uh, and what we should be doing. But they're, these people are some of the most crooked and evil narcissistic pieces of garbage. You know? And then don't let me start about um about this man right here. Do not get me started on this man right here. On on Barack Obama, aka Barry Sitaro. He says, as we grieve the children of Yadel uh, today, we should take the time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His coming stays with us all to this day, especially those who, who love them. He bring this up and a day after, 24 hours, a little, a little over under 24 hours, because 24 is one that shouldn't happen. So that the next day, and brought up George Floyd. You know, it's all about fucking politics. It's not about, it's not about, hey, listen, we need to remember these children. You know, nation's grieving. They, they gotta bring up George Floyd because again, it's all about uh, political division, racial division. And it just shows that these politicians don't care about kids as, as they, as they say they do, you know? If these kids could vote, they'll be crying a river of tears, more tears than Amber Heard can. If these kids can vote, they'll be crying. It just shows that that's all we are to them, just voting blocks, just, just meat sacks to vote. It's, it's insane. It's insane that people that he, he brought up George Floyd. It's a very bad take. And people called him out for his rightfully so. And listen, if you can compare what happened to George Floyd to 19 children and two adults being killed, 
and also we had the, the grandmother of of the uh, of the shooter, the the um, shooter that killed his grandmother. Yeah, right. Sure. It just again it shows that how out of touch and also just the way that they just love to politicize everything. When you have people always bring up January 6th. They always bring up, oh my God, it's the worst thing ever. But in 2020, for the whole summer, you had riots. You had, like, I worked in in, in uh, Manhattan the night the riots started. And when I came, I had to go back to work the next day. And when I was around uh you know Herald Square, you know, eighth eighth Avenue. Like that place looked like a fucking third world country. And I'm over here like, okay, people are okay with this. And there's worse in other parts of the country. Like this was sanctioned by our government. All because of George Floyd. It was all done to get people riled up because, mind you, they were in their in their homes. They were told you you, you gotta you gotta lock down because you don't want to spread COVID. You don't want to get the COVID. You don't want to get the polio sickness. Stay home and then people out of work. You know, yeah, they were getting unemployment, but you know, that's the ain't gonna last. People were riled up, just they felt like cage animals. And that was the moment that these people wanted so they could lash out. And you think that that that's okay, mostly peaceful protests. And you have people, some of some that I know, just letting it slide. They were all for it. They were trying to join and be a part of it. I'm like, okay. It, it just shows that we as a society has, we just fall off the fucking cliff. Like we're not even, we're not, we're not at, like near the cliff. We're, we're off, we're being pushed off of it because when we allow these things to happen, but then we look at January 6th and oh my God, it's a day that we're living in infamy. There are people that saying that January 6th was worse than 9-11, Pearl Harbor. I was like, are you on crack? When we had, not too long ago, what happened in this country in the summer of 2020, summer of love, but that's okay. That's fine. And for these people that say, oh, we, we, you know, we love black people, black lives matter, things like that. What about all the black owned businesses that were looted and burned down, destroyed during those riots? What, what, what about um, the fact that if you make, if you, cr- you create more poverty by destroying businesses to the point that they can't conduct business there anymore? And that's one one piece of the economy gone for that area. And they have more poverty. 
right? But while all the while that's going on, the the organization known as Buy Large Mansions are doing just that, buying mansions. They are just laughing all the way to the bank. Getting millions and millions of dollars. But yeah, we, it just seems like this country is so, so racist, so bad. But they'll gladly take your money. We say, oh, this country is racist, all white people are racist, but we surely take their fucking money. Without a doubt, people, I, I've, I, I just get so annoyed because everything leads back to what happened in 2020. And we look at this tragedy, it's it's something that is inexcusable, and all people will do is go straight to the guns. We gotta get rid of the guns. We gotta ban the guns. But yeah, 19 kids that are, are dead, and no one talks about, hey, let's, let's tackle mental illness. When all these mental mental ah, mental institutions are being closed down because of lack of funding, all these other things you can put blame COVID, you can do whatever. But the fact that we have no place to deal mentally ill, and the fact that it's not as glamorous, you can't glamorize mental illness. You can't. But you sure can glamorize 19 kids being gunned down, putting on the news, so that way you can pass, uh, you know, the banning of guns, more stricter gun laws. But actually addressing mental health, addressing uh, the destruction of the nuclear family, the, the emasculation of men, those are not very pretty, you can't dress it up and put it on stage. Uh, also with, with with the start of the article that I, I showed with, with the, the Charleston, West Virginia. This, this isn't pretty because it shows, oh wait, this person didn't kill anyone and someone was there attending the party that had a, a pistol and shot him dead and he didn't harm anyone so you can't that this isn't this isn't pretty enough to, to dress this is like someone wearing just a t-shirt and, and sweatpants but this this right here This right here, this is like a a uh, hot blonde. This story right here, that this this tragedy here to the media and to the politicians and celebrities and all the people. This is this is like a hot blonde with a nice rack and wearing a nice bikini running down a beach, like Baywatch. This is the quintessential. Thing you can put on stage and present. One percent 
emphatically because you can't dress up the other the other instance because it doesn't go with the narrative it, it, it hurts the narrative so you this happened as tragic and as fucked up as it was these people in the media these politicians they will go about doing this you know this this is this is pretty campaignable you can't paint you can't make mental health mental illness look pretty you cannot no matter how you slice it no matter how you dress it up you can't this is not gonna work and that's why and at the end of the day this is why they want to go after this is any any opportunity either either real or man-made manufactured they're gonna try to exploit this they're gonna try to exploit that that people they're gonna exploit every twist and turn that, that they have they're gonna take the opportunity to exploit uh that people they're gonna exploit black people they're gonna exploit asian people look at the stop asian hate the majority of attacks done on uh committed against asian people were black people that are committing uh hate crimes against asian people being well but no one's talking about that and when they when they saw that oh man we we got we can't we can't use that. It's not pretty enough. But they'll have a hashtag. They'll have stories that they'll put put up on on, on the front street, you know. But you already know. So there's one thing I want to talk about on that song. I was on the Giuliani show. Um, I want to quickly touch on this because I do have. Um, to other things I want to talk about, but I was on the Giuliani show uh, this past Wednesday. Um, you know, day after the uh, Texas school shooting, and I was on. I, I wanted to, you know, give my thoughts on what happened, and I said what I said, and we all more, we all were emotional. We all just just trying to make sense of something, but also said that we need to have more security, more education on on guns. And we need to stop just being so uh, steadfast about banning guns. And also I brought up mental, mental health aspect. No one wants to touch mental health. No one wants to touch it with a temple pole because you can't glamorize it. It's very ugly. And of course, um, I said these things. I've, it's uh, a lot of things I said. Because um, I don't want to turn this into an EFAP. Like every, like every second, every minute. I'll comment like this. This will be like a nearly tar podcast, and I don't want that. But what I will say is, because um, I've been, you know, it was one thing I said my piece, and one of the the co-hosts on the show, um, he disagreed, and I'm like, all right, you have your views, I have my views. 
times. But one thing I'm not a fan of is just uh, being shushed, being disrespected. And yeah, I got a little heat, a little passion, but you know, with topics like these, it's expected to be. But one thing I will say is that I did mention, well, yeah, we need to have, you know, safe, you know, security in schools and we need to, you know, just have, you know, teachers armed. And of course, the, the comment was uh, twist and overturn, you know. And I always try not to go too long and, and you know, and what I'm saying. And maybe, and in, in since when I was talking, maybe I, I spoke. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, I said what I said is out there in the ethos. But I was trying to correct myself and, you know, guests on the panel. Uh, just, well, no, you got to talk for 40 minutes. I'm like, well, uh, knowing you, knowing you, bro, you do talk a lot. And even the things that he said, that he brought up, I said, yeah, I agree. However, um, things were lost in translation. And look, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not about, well, uh, I don't want my ego or pride to be hurt because if I'm wrong on something, I'm wrong on something. Um, but the fact of the matter is that there has to be some, not only I say this, homeschool. Say homeschool your, your kids. I always said that. I'm always talking about that on Twitter. I'm always talking about that to people I know. I always said that, yeah, uh, the Second Amendment is important. There's a reason why we have it, and it's not for uh, hunting and, and just for recreation. It's for defense. And I wish more people can understand that. I wish people can, you know, wrap their heads around that because there's a reason why uh, they're going after so hard. And we never talk about mental health and the person who did the deed, not the inanimate object. And that is something that, to me, this is easy to talk about because we tend to aim, we aim, we don't aim high because to tackle those uncomfortable topics, mental health, uh, the, the lack of fathers, you know, the destruction of the nuclear family, education, in which I say, homeschool your kids. You know, well, these schools, you know, he mentioned, well, these schools are government entities, is right. And you want the government to do this. In which, yeah, I don't trust the government, but if we're going to have kids in, in these schools and in, in these institutions, it should be well guarded. And I was trying to, you know, correct myself in that. But of course, when uh, in debates, you tend to get riled up, things get, you know, things get said. And when you initially talk, you're like, oh man, I could have said this better. And that happens, you know. I'm, I feel like, you know, after the fact, I feel better about 
you know, being on there because it, it happens. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh man, I'm afraid I'm not going to go on my friend's show anymore. And, and the other thing is I, I try to respect um, my friend Giardi's platform. I try not to overstep. I try not to hijack anything because that's not my show. I give everyone and everyone respect. And especially, you know, I give it. And if you give it back, cool. If I give it and you then, you know, spin my face or do anything that will make me lose respect for you, then yeah, I might want to respect you in, in that instance. But we all have our views, we're grown adults. And, um, next time I learn, like I said what I said, I'm not gonna apologize. You know, I can correct myself. That's that's the main difference. I can't correct myself at things that yeah, I thought about it, like, yeah, I could have said this differently, but at the end of the day, there has to be a conversation about these things that people don't want to talk about because it's just easy to talk about. We need to ban this, we need to ban that. It's just so many things. And especially, I hear people talking about all oh, these, these same people are the ones that they don't want to wear masks and want to cut the vaccines. Like, that's their choice. Like, my whole thing when it comes to, to just freedom is don't tread on my on my rights don't tread on my freedoms because i don't want to tread on yours because your rights are my rights you can choose to do whatever you want but don't tell me that i gotta do it too that's always been my thing I'm a free speech absolutist. I'm a freedom absolutist. I'm just all about being left alone, doing what I gotta do. I acknowledge other people are here, they exist. And at some point we gotta, you know, come together and do what we gotta do. But for the most part, you're over there, I'm over here. I'm not infringing on your rights, your freedoms. And I don't want to infringe, I don't want you to infringe on my lines, and I don't want to infringe on yours. Simple. And again, like I mentioned, we're all cool, we all can disagree, still have our views, but at the end of the day, we can be cordial. I'm not about uh, fighting, arguing, whatever. Um, but I'm glad that I went on there, and I'm glad that that happened. Glad that work was very slow so I can you know, talk. But, you know, at the end of the day, this tragedy was, is that, this tragedy was horrible. It shouldn't have happened. And the fact that there's so many things that weren't done to prevent this, no one is really talking about it, but everyone is so quick to talk about banning guns. And you have politicians, you have people of all sorts so quick to grandstand and step on the bodies of these dead children to talk to us little people. 
And all while this is happening, there's a lot of things that are going on. This little meeting that the World Economic Fund is doing. And I wish more people would pay attention to that. And I think for the, um, maybe not episode 102, but maybe 103, I'll talk about what was said in the World Economic Fund. Because it will, that will greatly impact us than mass shootings because they're making mass shootings seem like they're more common when in fact they're not. But they're more permanent issues I feel that should be addressed and the things that, that were discussed in the world I think I'm funny that that people were talking about before. <clears throat> and we we were like, oh, okay, because you know we're dealing with COVID, we're dealing with Omicron, we're dealing with uh, uh, vaccines, we're dealing with Ukraine, all these other things. You know, so while we're all dealing with these things on the ground level, there these people that we don't know that we don't know that existed, they're out here setting policy, financial policy, setting. Uh, uh, social credit scores, carbon credits, things like that. And under the guise of making transactions easier, we're getting rid of SWIFT, um, incorporating cryptocurrency using central bank, uh, digital currency. You know, it's all market to be stuff. So that's stuff that I want to talk about and research uh, and, uh, a bit more to talk about because it's, it's real. And while we're talking about this, I always go back to the quote, I cannot, there's this two quotes, I cannot, um, who, who uh, counts the votes, Some, something like that regarding like, who you know, counts the, the votes. And then there's another, another quote, it's, it's escaped me, I apologize. Um, whoever controls the issuance of money controls the world. And sure, you can control, if you are able to control the money supply, the printing of money, the, the, the distribution of money, you control the world. And seeing that, then yeah, that, that is for sure something that we need to be careful about. Um, I'm going to be talking about that in a later episode. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Um, I want to talk about, I definitely want to talk about, um, Oh man, let's see, we're an hour and three. Okay, we're gonna uh, finish this in like 10 minutes, about 10 minutes. So,
So I'm going to share this, this video so you can listen to it. And now I'm going to get my thoughts on it. So, for those who are listening to the audio on a New York City subway on the J train, there's this uh, this crazy dude, this crazy guy on the train who's yelling, yelling about whatever, and he then sits down next to next to this lady. And she tries to, to leave because she's uncomfortable. So she uh, he grabs the lady to you know set her back down, and then he's like grabbing at her hair, her arm, and she's like you can like read her lips, and she's saying help me. You can hear it too a little bit in the audio. She's saying help me, and there's no one. There's one person on the phone. You have this one lady here on the phone. You have two people here minding their business. You have this person that's sitting next to, that's sitting next to, like sitting by this lady, not doing anything. You have everyone else on the train, not doing shit. You're right. This person is right there, by, by the conductor's cab, not doing anything. This person here, they could like nearly like uh, there's like a button you can press to you know to like alert the conductor. Nothing. Uh, no, and then the, of course the main the, the person I want to make bring heat to is the person recording. Like I would have put the phone down and say, "Yo, like you know." You know, let her go and get off of her. But the whole time for two minutes, uh, two minutes or so, this recording while this woman is just in fucking terror. And I'm just over here like, okay. Like if if I were to be on this train and some sometimes you gotta be like, listen, it's gotta Pick your own battles, you gotta, you know, mind your business. But just someone's asking for audibly. And this dude doesn't like he has any doesn't have anything on him because dude's wearing fucking it looked like he's wearing like really, really tight pants or whatever, leggings, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what people's fashions is these days. Um but just the fact that this this person's asking for help. No one on the on that car is, isn't doing anything. It's not even left up the finger. It just shows that um, where 
down bad when it comes to to society. You know, because of course they don't want to be accused. All oh, all oh, this this person, uh, it just somehow will accuse the person trying to save this woman of being racist. And there's people, there's people that deal with this every day, riding on the train, dealing with homeless people, dealing with crazies, dealing with mentally ill people, dealing with people that just want to fuck with other people just because, for no other reason. This crisis is insane. I'm just over here like, just leave people alone because you don't know what they have. You know, and then we have you know Mayor Eric Adams saying that oh the New York City subway is safe to ride on, but we don't see him ride it every day. And you know better. I remember when Michael Bloomberg used to ride uh, the subway. Mind you, he had a full entourage of security, but you know I I see him ride. On the subway, more than I see Eric Adams happen when Bloomberg was in the office. And I don't like the guy, but I'll say crime was way lower in New York back then. Same thing with Giuliani. When Giuliani was was in um, was in office, I was on. But no one wants to talk about that. Um, and she's just in fucking terror. No one is doing that. No one is doing anything moving. Get up! See? They're grabbing her by the hair. Shut the fuck up! No! It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, actually, the person who uh, shared this to me was uh, Ron himself, and it's like it's fucking insane. Just another day in New York City, New York City's safest subway system, where innocent people are being harassed and assaulted, but the mayor wants you to ride the subway instead of driving to save the environment. Let's see here. No one did anything, speaks volumes of how much we care about each other. As she mumbles, please help me with an embarrassing, what an embarrassing world we live in. Like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Donkey pox, the disease killing America. Yeah, just a bunch of jackasses not doing anything, just standing by. You, you got to love the bystander effect. Everyone else is waiting on the other person to do something. It's like it's crazy. Gets the lower you, the lower you go, the more. 
but this is fucking terrible. It's inexcusable to just look at. It's fucking disgusting. No one helped. No one did nothing. No one did nothing. So I want to play this. I want to talk about this. So, one of the highlights from the Johnny Depp trial was when Amber was Amber Heard was on was on the stand the first time, and it was the whole debate on. Actually, put it down here. So right here, definition of pledge, but this is when Amber Heard said, oh, I pledged the money, but she didn't donate. Pledging money and donating money are two different things. I see commit a person or organization by solemn promise, by a solemn promise, definition of donate. Uh, one, to give money or goods for a good cause, for example, to a charity. So she pledged. She promised that she was going to give, uh, was it $7 million, I believe. You know. But of course, um, you know, but of course, Amber Heard uh, believes they mean the same thing, and of course, it's, it's this uh, just the narrative that that she's trying to pull, changing the narrative, changing the meaning of words. And uh, uh, Camille, she is one of the attorneys in Johnny Depp's in Johnny Depp's team, and yeah, she she was on fire this whole trial, man. Um, I know the just the well for the most part, just the hard part going through the trial, going through the depositions, you know, going through witnesses, getting away for her. I know that has to be huge pressure that's just off her shoulders because I like they've been doing this for six weeks, six weeks, like. That's insane. That's fucking insane. Let's see here. We are going to pull this up. And we're going to play. Let's see. I want to make sure that the audio was, sh was shared. Because okay. sometimes stream mirror doesn't uh, save. It doesn't save your settings. So. Alright, I'm going to play this now. Sitting here today, you have not donated the $7 million donated, not pledged, donated the $7 million divorce settlement to charity. 
I use pledge and donation synonymous with one another. They but I the don't. Miss Heard, I don't use it synonymously. That's how donations are paid. Miss Heard, respectfully, that's not my question. Yeah. She was just on fire. She, her closing arguments, if I could, I'll probably talk about it next time. Her, uh, sorry. Uh, the closing arguments, like highlights, but I really want to touch on this because this 28 second clip is a representation, of just a, 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 a just a small snippet, but it's a representation of Amber Heard and how she's been during this whole trial. It's very snarky, very combative, trying to play the victim. She can't even cry. That's how bad of an actress she is. Every time she tries to cry, she just squints her face so she can like get tears out. And the fact that, you know, when you're told like when, uh, when someone that's an actor, the producer tells you like, hey, you gotta cry this. So you gotta think of like the worst thing like that's ever happened to you. And then magnify that by like, like 10 times or whatever. And the fact that she doesn't have that, she doesn't have that capability shows how truly uh, just narcissistic and uh, psychopathic she is. And you can't cry to, you know, to cry on command, that, that takes good acting. But the fact that she can't, it just shows that she has no emotion. And Camille Vasquez, she's been on fire. And I know for sure that Amber, she just despises any other woman that's, that looks better than her. Because of course, she doesn't have Johnny Depp's money. When the, the well runs dry, you do too. And I've been watching this trial, and she's a liar. It's, it's funny that Johnny Depp had people come in in person and testify, you know, for Johnny Depp's side. People came in in person to court on test to testify and came in uh, via deposition to testify via, you know, video, video deposition. And also, Amber Heard didn't have anyone. The only is only her sister, but I know like they're not like in like, good terms either. Like they're they're not they're not in good standing. So it's just very telling. It's very telling that you have a, a lot of support from Johnny Depp's side, but not for Amber Heard. Because it shows that yeah, people support and they believe Johnny Depp. And listen, these two, at the end of the day, it's just two rich people fighting over this over wine budgets and, and movie deals and things like that. But it's more so the Me Too. Because the Me Too narrative is crumbling for Amber Heard and the fact that she's lied. All the evidence points out that, that she's a liar. And the fact that she didn't donate the money she pledged. And also it shows that um, Elon Musk has a lot to do. He's not a saint. Like, yeah, he brought Twitter. Yeah, he's memeing it up. But he is not a saint. And there's a lot more to 
to this whole saga with, you know, Amber and Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and Elon Musk. That's, I, I feel like him getting Twitter was kind of like a 3D chess move, you know, but it's still shit. Twitter's still shit at the end of the day. So that's just my take on on this because it's been an hour and 20. I'm going to keep this as short as possible. So guys, that's that's the show. Um, appreciate you listening all the way to the end. If you made it all the way to the end, you are the MVPs. I love y'all. Thank you for the support. Keep on trucking. Keep on, keep on keeping on. And again, strive for success. We strive for just peace. At the end of the day, just you know, peace, peace of mind. And we're gonna continue doing this. And without you guys, I won't be successful. So I do appreciate you guys listening. And remember, you can catch me on Twitter. At, at uh, Mr. Ruben Crime. I almost use my old uh, Twitter, old Twitter handle, but it's twitter.com slash Mr. Ruben Crime. Also, Instagram at Ruben Crime Media and my other Twitter account, uh, Ruben Crime Media as well. And you can listen to this podcast on all major digital platforms, that is Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Home Red Circle. It's the home of the Women Prime Podcast, and I really appreciate Red Circle for you know being a platform where I can uh, where I can host, <laughs> and they could just beam out my podcast to all the other social to all the other podcasts uh, platforms out in the land of digital uh, podcast media. So that being said, I have a moon crime. Happy Memorial Day, y'all. Uh, have fun, be safe. Uh, make sure you, you drink a beer. If you don't drink beer, uh, have a shot of uh, your favorite liquor. And if you don't drink liquor, uh, I don't know, salsa, maybe salsa water, maybe soda. Um, I'm cutting back, but enjoy one for me and can have fun be safe you know wear make sure wear your sunscreen y'all and i'll see you next time for another episode of the podcast i'm out peace follow the light the light is your guide i'm controller of planet and I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. Jim Gitterer, take me to your leader. Quick to claim that he's not no snake like me neither. They need to take a breather. He's been rhyming longer than Sigmund the Sea Creature. Been on Saturday feature. Pleased to meet ya. And came to wake you up out the deep sleeper like he needed to stop before he caught the knee drop. Even give you more sick, sick than ZZ top. Well, full bears thou shalt not more corner. Future like one more step to y'all's corner. So poor, rich, front if you wanna.